So my belly is full now because we sent the kids to school and got to go on a long breakfast date. I ate two entrees, <laughs> not just one entree. Two. Had the eggs, the, the omelet, but also had the French toast, which is pretty decadent. So I'm, I, I can mm. skip lunch and dinner today, honey. You, uh, you fed me well a hot date today. It was fun. We I like love breakfast dates. Breakfast dates. Well, yes. Why do I like breakfast dates so much? I don't know. I don't know. I just like breakfast food. And then we have the most amazing restaurant near us, which yes. makes me um, yearn for home in Texas because it's called Reveille. You know, Nobody fr- knows how to say yeah, it. Nobody say knows it was, how to spell it. Our friend said, have you had that new restaurant, Revile? It's great. It's like, <laughs> no, it's not Revile. It's called Reveille. <laughs> it's like the A&M stuff. Anyway. It would be a great restaurant in A&M. Yeah. Dates are, breakfast dates are good because they're relatively cheap, but they're, uh, they're delicious. Yeah. Hey, it's welcome to the Imperfect Normal Families Only podcast. And we've been kind of off the radar for a while, honey. We've been uh, a little sparse through the summer, mm-hmm. but we're trying to get back in it here. So welcome back, everybody. Yes. Hopefully everyone settled back into school, into their routines, and we are going to begin to enjoy the holidays and... Enjoy time change. It's oh, crazy. there's nothing to enjoy about time change. Sun goes down at 445 I now. It feels like it. It's the worst thing it's ever. It's awful. It's awful. But that's okay. Well, uh, let's reflect for a minute, and then we're going to do a little conversation that you had with a friend yeah. uh, today that's fun to listen to, but... We just got back a few weeks ago from our uh, Great Marriage Getaway, which was our big marriage event we do every fall. How was that, honey? It was awesome. I definitely was not feeling super great because I've had a huge change up in my medication for my multiple sclerosis and um, sent me into a tailspin that I felt like started beginning when that marriage retreat happened. But God sustained me and people were reach for the gospel of Christ in their marriages, and people have shared their stories about um, what God's done, and I would do it a million times over again, even not feeling super great, just because it has eternal value and impact um, for Let's just, let's paint a picture. It's beautiful. Marriages. We had 470-ish, 480 people gathered together at Ridgecrest up in the Mm -hmm. mountains outside of Asheville, and it's just a beautiful location. And uh, we gather up, and most folks come. They're, they've, they've got good marriages, but they just want to keep on making them better and stronger. So that's the average couple that uh, just, you know, wants to give attention. And we always say nobody falls over backward into a great marriage. It, it's because you foster it and grow it and feed the feed the flames and that kind of thing. And folks mm-hmm. do that. There's always a couple of couples that come that are really struggling and mm-hmm. really dying. But we hear good response from folks saying their marriages are encouraged and restored. and. Yeah. What blessed me, we had a lot of new people this year. A lot of people really reached out to their friends and their circle of influences and invited people and people came and that really blessed me to see how many new people were there. So I'm really, you know... Feeling, feeling like God used that in a huge way. Keeps on growing. It's hard to find a marriage conference to go to nowadays. And ours is just so good because we've got so many breakouts and you can go to sessions that apply to what you and your um, spouse well, might be going like, through. I mean, money and, and communication and conflict and you know, sex. Sex, yeah. sex, yeah. Always had good topics on sex. Had a couple of new couples in the leadership team this year that oh, were they're fantastic. great to have. And so... Um, it was just a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll, we're already held in for next year. We offered an early bird registration the day of. Yeah. And we had like 110 couples sign up 12 months early. That is crazy. So we've already got, you know, 220, 230 people committed to coming next year. Yeah. And uh, so we're thrilled. It's a great time. So but we'd love to have you. So start looking at your calendars now because it just gets away from you so fast. Yeah. And um, 
just go ahead and say, I know I'm going to miss a kid's ball game. I know I'm going to miss something that my kids are doing. I don't know the doing. fall college football schedule yet, but it's yeah. okay. It's going to be okay. There are TVs you can watch it. on Saturday afternoon, a football game. Yeah. So if you're interested about that, go to www.greatmarriagegetaway.com. It's a great time. We'd love to tell you about it. Yeah. Not a lot of information on it for next year yet, but we're still pulling the pieces together. Bottom line, it's going to be fantastical. Second weekend mm-hmm. in October. Anywho, well, uh, Jim, we're uh, transitioning to, for just the season a little bit here, to a different format for the Imperfect Normal Families Only podcast. We're bringing in the experts. That's mm-hmm. how I characterize it. We're, obviously, we're experts. I mean, no, we're brilliant. We're I mean, we, we have PhDs in life. Oh, gosh. I mean, you're, raised, you're married for 30 years. You raised five kids. You know, we've got some experience. But we're bringing mm, in some experts school that are- of hard knocks. It is, but we're bringing in some folks who know a little bit of something special about some special stuff. So yes. We had the opportunity uh, this early in the fall to have a series of conversations with some people that we respect in family ministry, uh, gurus, and folks who know different stuff. So we had some great conversations, recorded a lot of those. So over the next couple of months, our goal is to kind of start pushing those conversations your way. So we'll, you know, advertise them and share what they are and that kind of thing. But today we're going to kind of launch that new format with a conversation that Jen, you had mm-hmm. with an expert because likewise, <laughs> yes. learned from the school of hard knocks, but just one of the uh. wisest, uh, most godly people that we know that uh, you had a neat conversation with earlier in the fall. So tell us yeah. a little about that. Um, my precious lifelong friend from, Back before she had children, we talk about it in the podcast, and I had a baby that was about 15 months old when we first met, Um, but she's been my friend through thick and thin, and we have just, I don't know, we're just blessed to have each other as friends, and we got to go away for the weekend or several days um, during the week to Savannah with each other. She flew in from Houston, and we just ate our way through Savannah. I could do the most amazing foodie tour for you through Savannah and of course shopped and shopped and just enjoyed that beautiful city. She had never been before and just loved it. I love Savannah. It's probably one of my favorite places in Georgia. Well, for sure in Georgia, (laughs) but anyway, um, it's no Valdosta, but it's okay. (laughs) I've got podcast equipment and I was able to take it and I wish we could have done more podcasts, but we only did one. So you sat down and had an interview and just kind of conversed with Chrissy about just, what you did know, you, y'all talk about in this conversation? It was like right just here? picking up where all the other conversations had gone during the last couple of days together. It was almost like y'all were just talking about life and faith and God and, and children but and we said, let's record it. recorded it, it yeah. and wanted you to be a part of it. And I'm hoping this especially encourages young moms and um, really what I say in the podcast is Chrissy is a Titus two woman who has raised five children the same way I've raised five. And even our fifth are the same age. And, um, we've just learned a lot and we've been through a lot together and we, you know, I don't think I'll ever have a blog just because I don't have the gift of writing and I don't feel like you the, the wheel. Of, you have the gift of inspiration to me, though. So well, I do a lot of writing, but you are yeah, the brains I, and heart behind the operation. I don't know. I just don't have the energy to maintain a blog and all that kind of stuff. But Chrissy does. And so I really, really want to share her with everyone. I just think there's so much stuff out there nowadays. I don't even know how you filter through all of it and and how you ask God which ones to read and take the time to read. But, 
you know, I have had godly women go before me in ministry, and it's like I clung to what they shared with me as my filter as to what to read book-wise back in the day. Folks you respected. And had it been this day and age, I probably would have turned to that same woman. Her name is Sally Clarkson and thought, you know, what does Sally Clarkson say are the best blogs? Because it's just so hard to, I don't know, wade through all the different stuff out there. But I think also a lot of mommy bloggers, that's kind of even a phrase we have in our vernacular is mommy bloggers. Most mommy bloggers are 29-year-old women that have two small kids and they're great and they're enthusiastic and they've got great ideas and beautiful Pinterest boards and they're great at that kind of stuff. But it's cool to have a mommy blogger, my hands in the air making little quotation marks, a mommy blogger who's been there and done that, actually been through the process, who's got a a measure of wisdom, who has a heart, like you do, Jen, but Chrissy does as well, has a heart to invest in folks who are coming along behind her that she's a little bit ahead of the curve. I wanted to take this opportunity to truly pitch her podcast because, I mean, blog spot, sorry, because I will never have a blog. And so when people say, Jen, why don't you start a blog? I'll say, no, I probably am not going to do that. I don't feel called to do it right now. But let me send you to my really close friend, Chrissy Chrissy Munsevice. Chrissy says what I would say in many ways. Yeah, she does. I mean, I, I can send these young women to Chrissy's blog and not worry about one thing Chrissy's going to say. I mean, we have the same heart. I know how she feels on every topic from A to Z because we have been friends for so long and done all of rearing our children together. And I I don't know, we've just learned a lot and I trust her completely. And um, I'm hoping that you will take the time to visit her blog and... Follow Instagram. Follow I mean, follow, we'll, we'll pitch that just a minute. But yeah. in the meantime, let's do this. Just imagine that you, um, if you're listening right now, you are sitting at a table at Starbucks next to a couple of 50-ish year old women. I'm going to throw you under a bus and give your age, honey. No, fine. 50-ish year old women who are sitting there just sharing about what they've learned along the way Back and about forth. family and kids yeah. and stuff. And you're just able to listen in on what they share. That's the treat we have for you today. This kind of um, how to reflect on and learn from uh, folks who have gone before you. So if you're a mom who's got teenagers or children and preschoolers who are listening in, I hope and pray this conversation you get to listen on is encouraging to you. So yes. we'll just roll this thing. So I'll get this, this, this conversation is officially our, our feature presentation of the day. So enjoy. I wish even on our trip that we would have been able to be podcasting our little chit chats uh, all over Savannah and different coffee shops and sitting out on the sidewalk because I want this to just be real and um, my friend is really real and that's probably why we're still friends after all these years. We have known each other for over 25 years. Her, She and her husband came up to Barrett when he was a youth minister at a church in Houston and offered to work with our youth, which I'm sure Barrett jumped at, found out they were Aggies, and of course they were totally in, um, no background checks at all, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Um, They didn't have any kids, but I had Lindsay, who was about 15 months old. So we have done young marriage together. We have raised five kids each, so she's got five and I've got five. We even have the same sexes. We have three girls and two Two boys, boys. both of us. And um, the way that she explains her blog and her heart is that she's passionate about people. And she believes that God has written a story that he has invited you into that story, which is so true. 
and that he has uniquely equipped each of you to play a role in his narrative and to be transformed in the process. Hallelujah. And boy, we never arrive in that transformation process until we're in heaven. Her hope in creating this blog is that women discover and embrace their purpose and live passionately for what matters most, learning to live abundantly and to impact eternally those around them. And of course, that impact, that eternal impact is life with Jesus Christ. It's not like a life on your own that you're trying to create that is good soil. It is turning to Jesus Christ to make us who he wants us to be. Um, so, Chrissy, I'm glad to have you. I'm so glad to be here. We are sitting in this darling vacation rent by owner in Tybee Island. And, um, again, I'm just really excited to have you and to just have our normal dorky talks that we have. And we're sitting here like we could talk freaking like do a million podcasts. I mean, good gosh. But we were thinking about our children having five apiece and about how people come up to us and they're like, your kids fight? Your kids don't get along all the time? I mean, seriously, people have said that to both of us. And we're just like, what in the world do you think just because we are believers and go to church and, you know, you know, trust God with our lives that our kids are perfect? And what would you say to that, Chrissy? Um, no, we're normal. We're <laughs> like you. We're normal. And our children argue and they hurt one another emotionally. They sin against one another. They make mistakes. And they have to work on their relationship like anyone else on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it takes work. And it is a great... Families actually are, I, I believe by God's design, a great opportunity for us to grow. Not only in understanding who God is, but understanding how to love others well. And how mm-hmm. to think of others. And how to consider others. Well, Christy and I, when we first met each other, I don't even think you really liked me all that much. Because she was a working woman, and I was a stay-at-home mom, and we had very little in common. I mean, I know we liked each other, and we did church together, and we went to Saturday night church, and every Saturday night, we were usually at their house or someone's house having dinner together and hanging out. But it was really different in the beginning for us and our friendship, because you were just in a different place. And so speaking of, like, learning through our children, you, like, I've watched that in you. Yes. Like, I know you wanted to be a mom, but... But I just, I had a whole different perspective at that time. As a young woman, I really was focused on a career, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like the stay-at-home mom gig was a dead-end street, and I was not going down it. Mm-hmm. Not yet, anyway. Right. I wanted to, like, live my perfect plan for my life first, mm-hmm. and... um God had to reveal to me his perfect plan, which I'm so thankful Mm. for his patience and graciousness and that he did that because he knew what was ultimately most satisfying for me and his calling on my life. And um, it just took a process and I was not, it took me longer to get there than it, than it did mm-hmm. you when we first yeah. met. Yeah, well, so. I already had a baby to take care of. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have much of a choice of what I was doing. Plus, I was having a blast because I was one of those people who just always wanted to be a mom. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what to do career-wise because I wanted to be a wife and a mother. 
which you would think would make parenting really fun and easy for me, but that is just, I remember having three kids, Lindsay, Landon, and Emily, in four years, putting them all on the floor, them staring at me, me staring at them, thinking, what the heck do I do next? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a clue. I am bored out of my mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just like, what am I going to, I don't know what to do with y'all. Right. <laughs> y'all. Plus, I just, you know, had them really fast and really close together, so that was completely overwhelming. But um, and those early days oh. can feel mundane oh in the same God. even like if you Groundhog wanted day, every day. Yes, and even if you wanted be wanted dreamed of being a mom, or you have walked away from a very lucrative and yes. challenging and fun career, I don't care where what background you come from. Don't feel bad as a young mom. Just I don't know, just being a bit bored sometimes, and just thinking, is this is this it? And this is this all? And I think. What I love about Chrissy's uh, blog and about, you know, the ministry that Barrett and I do and stuff and encouraging young families is we're old enough to look back and say it's worth it. Like, yes. I am sitting here thinking all these years later, I know just about every detail of your life and you know every detail of my life and we really don't have many regrets. Yeah. You know? Not, yeah, And, and I'm really thankful to God for that. Because we could have had a heck of a lot of regrets by now and yeah. still be friends and still be talking about those regrets. But we really did choose, even if it was hard, to have a lot of children mm -hmm. and to trust to be God moms. with that. Yes. It wasn't our own idea, it no. was God's idea. And I, I have this visual that, speaking of where we are now and not having regrets, of thinking those early days, it's kind of like. Not on purpose to use the good soil, but it's kind of like that where you are cultivating something, you're growing, you're planting, and dirt and seeds are just not exciting. Oh gosh, they're just not. They're, just they're messy. Day they're kind of dull. There's not something's gonna come up. Right. There's not a lot of spark there. But and it's years of of that planting and cultivating and the soil and the dirt and the pulling the weeds and the working the hard task of growing your kids mm -hmm. and then you get to be in the stage where we are where yeah. now our children are our friends right our adult children we have relationships there is the fruit that has mm -hmm. grown from the ground that we worked very yeah. hard at yeah. that we get to enjoy yeah. and yeah there's still some pruning that has to happen mm -hmm. and it it's not without complications right, or, right. or challenges but there's fruit from all those years of us pouring into the hard places of tilling that soil mm -hmm. and growing those babies. It's really fun because um, it's, it's, been, it's been so neat. Like her firstborn daughter, Lauren, I was there. I mean, I have the cutest picture of us sitting on the couch together because she had her first when I was having my third. So our daughters are practically the same age. And um, I just got to attend Lauren's wedding this last spring. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's something, too, that I think is really important, is to always ask God for those God-life friends that you can be friends with this long. I don't mm -hmm. have to explain myself to you because you right. already know me and you know my story and I know your kids' stories. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I mean, it is emblazoned in my mind the most beautiful wedding setting 
where my husband got to officiate Lauren and Trevor getting married. I mean, like, I just can't explain to people how special that is. It is so special. And you would, we would have never, I mean, I was hoping it would turn out that way, but who, you know, who would have known? But I think it's so worth looking around you and investing in those when you yes. are young and are starting out with your family. Barrett and I have started three newlywed sun sun Sunday school classes at Johnson Ferry, the church that we served at in family ministry for nine years. And I am telling you, every New Year's Eve, things like that, when I see those kids, they are still friends with each other mm-hmm. and have started their families and their kids are friends with each other. I have the biggest smile on my face. That is like the coolest thing to me is watching them having been in that Sunday school class together and still be really, really good friends and and growing their families together. So really ask God for those people and know that it's not always going to be perfect. Um, I mean, it's something you also like have have to to work. You have to tend, you have to work at, you have to be willing to invest Mm -hmm. and make space for in your life. And it, and it's so worth it mm-hmm. on the other side. And you need it as encouragement mm-hmm. as moms. I yes. mean, like, seriously, I do not know what I would do, would, what I would have done without Chrissy. Because yeah, same here. especially having five kids and a lot of the same issues, it's just like to know someone else is going through similar things. You're yeah. not crazy. You're not mm-hmm. alone. And you're not the worst mom ever. And the other thing that we've talked a lot about that, I mean, cause we just, Oh God, I love her babies more than life itself. And she loves my babies so much. And I just stand in amazement at birth order and how alike birth order personalities are. Yes. And so as we've quipped back and forth with stories about our grown and growing children, it's, I think that's a neat thing is to get to go, oh, your firstborn does that too. Oh, my thirdborn does that too. Oh, my secondborn and thirdborn have a really hard time with each other, and they're really close in age. That's our story for both of us. I mean, it just, God created us to live in community. He created us to break bread together. Thank Mm -hmm. God Almighty, Chrissy is the best cook on the face of the planet And we have gotten to eat her bread and not mine. Thank you, Lord, for that. But she's such a hostess. um, And we have broken bread and we have brought each other meals and we have fed each other and cleaned each other's houses. And, oh, my goodness, she got to live close to me in Dallas-Fort Worth for about 18 months. Mm -hmm. Um, Her husband works for Exxon, and they've lived literally all over the world Um, so you don't even have to be in the same town to be close friends with people when God puts it together and you commit to one another that we're going to stay friends, you know? Um, and you know, one of the ways in which we did that, which I think was really helpful for our friendship when I was living, mm -hmm. who knows where overseas or another country was again, that making time for friendship and we had Mm -hmm. weekly phone dates and we had to Mm -hmm. stretch across 12, a 12 hour time difference. You were in Singapore Singapore. and I was in Atlanta. It was when I first moved to Atlanta. Yeah. And we were just laughing this week, actually remembering you having to shut yourself in your closet in the wee hours of the morning. So you wouldn't wake up your family. It was the right time for you. I wonder what time that was in Singapore. 
if it was like early morning for me, it must have been like like bedtime for my kids, probably. Put the kids to bed. Yeah. It was weird. That was so weird. It was really strange, but but it made a huge difference. It helped us to stay connected and, um, and I think, you know, thinking about it, I really think it's important to call each other on the phone. I I mean, like, I really think that helped build our relationship, even with you in other countries. And nowadays, I mean, I have friends that I'm friends with. I adore them. I haven't heard the sound of their voice in years, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that doesn't change my relationship. But I think that's something we've lost in this generation of, well, I saw it on Facebook and I commented, so I'm So done. that's my connection, yeah. And then that's like a whole other topic. Right, but, that is. But, but you're right. The, I think the we need personal, to call each other every now yeah. and then and see each other, you know. And, and I, I think it's so fun. But a couple of years ago, I mean, my kids and her kids just said, we want to get together. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't even plan it. I know. Our kids, we they live in Houston. They finally moved to Houston and we're close to you know our families because our families live in Houston and literally our kids visited with each other talked to each other and said let's get our parents together and let's spend New Year's Eve together I thought that that I mean talk about oh gosh that just oh it it was just awesome it was because it wasn't even our idea and we didn't do it our kids wanted to be together and we're orchestrating and I would say that that is some of the fruit of us mm-hmm. modeling for the kids, even maybe when we didn't realize the yeah, long-term you effect. Know. You don't yeah. know. Investing in friendship, making it a priority, showing them, because we needed that so desperately, we chose to have those life mm-hmm. friends yeah. and you know knit our lives together by mm-hmm. the grace of God. And then the fruit of that was seeing mm-hmm. our kids value that and make time for that yeah. as well in their own lives. Well, and that brings up a thought to me is like, I'm so grateful my married daughters and daughter-in-law can read your blog. Like, there yeah. are a lot of blogs out there that our young married daughters are reading. Yeah. If you have a young married daughter or know someone who does, who would benefit from, um, this is what I think Christy's doing through her blog. She's being a Titus II woman. And that is the good soil is a modern-day version of being a Titus II woman woman to who knows thousands of readers and people who are going to read your blog and be a part of your community. And so I encourage you to encourage your married kids, your young women. I mean, we just really are missing community and having other adults speak into our young adults and into our, into our, you know, kids. But Chrissy is, um, probably one of the most beautiful hosts that I've ever seen and she's one of those people who God's given her a good sized home and you know so many people say oh yeah we're gonna get a big house and I'm gonna use it for God's glory this family is the only family I know that truly has done that Mm -hmm. and they're so hospitable and that is a very important component of her blog that I want our young women to learn is how to be a hostess and she even goes into cooking and recipes and practical ways to bring people into your home, to love on them, to um, dis- disciple them. I mean, you know, that's 
truly God says to break bread. And I think that when we are eating and sitting with one another, we can have eternal conversations that really matter. And I think that's what Chrissy is going for with this blog. And um, I even want her to come up with a kit that a young woman would buy from Chrissy for X amount of dollars and say, hey, I am doing this really cool ministry thing. It's called The Good Soil. And it's us getting together and baking this pastry that's called a da-da-da-da. And let's come over and let's cook and let's do this together, you know? I love that idea. I think think that would be so cool. And um, then if she ever wants to make crafts, I can be her craft helper (laughs) because I've always wanted to do Pinterest with a purpose. You can make all my floral arrangements look <laughs> yes, magnificent. I wish. Oh my gosh. For the centerpiece on the uh, table. You can be so in charge of that. that. It, it Well, and it's something that I have seen as God has allowed me to, as he has you know, given me this desire to bring people together around my table and in my home. I have seen just the the longing that people have to connect, Mm -hmm. to know they're not alone, to share their story, um, to share their journey, and to count on one another for encouragement, for wisdom, for direction, to be able to process, you know, Mm -hmm. raising their kids or walking through the unknown of the next stage in life. People um, need a safe they, place. They do. They I need think to, that's what yes. you're going for with that and what and we when need you to be open cultivating. Your, absolutely. And when you open your your space, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. you're opening your heart. You're saying, I'm here, I'm available, and I'm willing, and I care about you. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be simple. Um, people want to know that they can trust you and that mm-hmm. you care about them, mm-hmm. and that's a way to show it. And it's amazing um, what God teaches us through that. I just say in that type of ministry, when you invite people into your home, I literally just feel like God just says, Jennifer, just turn on the light. Yes. Like, it's like preparing a runway. (laughs) And like, I just sit there and everybody's off to the races and God's doing stuff that I didn't even plan on. I don't even know. I couldn't have prepared for. I mean, it's almost like exciting and when I have a night like that, I, you know, I crawl up in bed with Barrett, and he's like, how did it go? And I'm like, I feel like I'm high on drugs. I'm yes. so excited. It was so fun. Exactly. Um, you know, it's just like so life-giving, and we're just so missing that in our world. And even to see, I have seen this time and time again, the connection that God brings between two people that end up in your home at the same time, and you had no idea yes, yes. what God was working and weaving together. Between the two of them And or you whatever. just turn yeah. the light on. Right? I love that. I love that. Thanks for turning on the light and making lots of good food for me personally, because I know it's all about me. Um, and I have to say, I just so admire that you have done this in, let me just try to do this, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Corpus Christi, Texas, Houston, Singapore, Belgium, Chicago. Virginia, Chicago. I forgot Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went to stay with you in Naperville. Yeah. Um, Chicago, Virginia, Dallas, and yes. Houston. Yes. Did I miss any? No, that's it. Good and job. I am so sad I never went to go see her in Singapore. That's the only place I never went to see her overseas, but we got to go to Belgium and do a little bit of Germany with yes. them. And oh, it was so much fun. 
But anyway, she's done that in every single one of those cities. So she has stepped out as a new person in a different country and still done this. And I think that's super important and amazing and a great example. You can't move to a new town and say, oh, no, I'm going to wait until I yeah. find my crew or my tribe. Instead, you reach out and you you create it, you know? Yeah, and it's something that God taught me and gave me the opportunity to learn over and over again, as we mentioned all those cities, that I could have, you know, I could have chosen to just hunker down until the next move or, um, you know, just crawl up in a hole. But the Lord graciously taught me that there is purpose wherever he has planted us. And, you know, I love the verse in Acts 17 that talks about God determines the time period in which we will live and the very boundaries of our dwelling place so that mm-hmm. we will know That's Him right. yeah. and others will too. Mm-hmm. And God has used that verse to show me that wherever I'm placing you, I'm at work already. Mm-hmm. And you can sit back and you know look down at the river from your lawn chair or you can jump in with me mm-hmm. and trust me that it is going to be much more rich and yeah. make much more of a difference mm-hmm. if you invest in the people and the places of where yeah. I've planted you. You know, they've traveled the world with Exxon and sometimes I've explained to my friends my friends work for Exxon, but I really believe with all my heart they're missionaries, and Exxon's footing the bill. Yeah, I love like, that. I, I truly love that analogy feel like y'all have been with. missionaries yes. in all those places, and IMB didn't have to pay for it. Uh, mm. Exxon did. <laughs> That's right. I just love that. Thank you, Chrissy. I love you, I love and you. I love that cute little flower you bought for me today for my birthday. And I just love that I, I, I my my sweet friend came on this trip with me before I'm having major back surgery just to do something fun and and I really that's what we've got to do for each other. I mean it's really life giving and um, thank you for putting up with me on this trip. So I hope you enjoyed just kind of listening in on Chrissy and I going back and forth on a multitude of topics there. Um, She is so precious to me and I just love her to death. And Chrissy, if you're listening, which I'm sure you will, just thank you for being, gosh, just thank you. (laughs) I just love you and I respect you and I just am so grateful for you investing in younger women and women of all ages, really. Your hospitality, your love for people, it's just beautiful. And it's an example of what all of us need to be about. And all of you young women or moms listening can be that. And we'd love to give you a featured resource of the week to remind you how you can find that. So if you want more of Chrissy, you guys know how to get more of Jen. Just go to Info for Families and listen to our podcast. But if you want more from Chrissy, I just want to encourage you to follow her on uh, her blog or follow her on Instagram. Go to thegoodsoil.co, not com, just co. Uh, Whatever freakish reason Chrissy decided to do CO, who knows? Maybe goodsoil.com was already taken. But go to www.thegoodsoil.co. Dot co, and you can find Chrissy's blog there, all kinds of great content and challenges, encouraging words for mamas and uh, all of us as we try to follow Christ and build godly homes. 
And you can also follow her on Instagram. She's a great cook and she's got a beautiful family. And it's just neat to follow Chrissy and see what God's doing in her life and her family as they go. So there's your resource. So I guess that's about all we got today. This is a new format. So again, I encourage you to keep on listening in. Jennifer, I will do a brief little introduction. And, and you've got uh, some great people we coming up some, that we got months, to we visit with in the last couple of months. So yeah, it'll so be great. It'll be a lot of good content. So we'll keep on tuning in. And we'll do our best. We've been you know, out of the radar, you know, taking care of my precious wife, and she's gotten used to some new medicines for MS. Y'all pray for Jen as she uh, muscles along through this, but there are better days ahead. Yeah. Um, y'all can also pray. I'll go ahead and share. She's talking. We're talking with our surgeon about a back surgery in the coming days. We'll keep you updated on that, how to pray for her. But yeah. uh, we encourage you to keep on following us, infoforfamilies.com, all the stuff that's fit to print you can find there. And um, keep on checking out. We'll hopefully post this more often and, and uh, offer up another great interview uh, in the next couple of weeks here as we go. So for now, that's all we got. I'm Barrett. Mm-hmm. And I'm Jen. Glad for you being with us today. Right. We'll see you next time on the Imperfect Normal Families Only podcast.